Have you ever gotten into an argument with your partner and you keep apologizing at intervals during this argument, but then after a while, your partner goes, and you can't even apologize. And you're like, well, that is what I have been saying. I am sorry. Now, the problem isn't about you apologizing, but it's about you making the right efforts in apologizing. And by this, I mean using the appropriate language of apology that makes them feel resolved. Aloha. Welcome to Nessa Talks, my podcast, my view. I am Vanessa Banner, and this is episode seven, titled Apology Language. So much is said about love languages, the five love languages and how it affects a relationship and how it helps a relationship thrive. But very little is talked about apology languages. And this is really, really important. It's important for you to know what your partner's apology language is because it helps in conflict resolution in relationships. Now, it doesn't even just help in conflict resolution in just relationships, but generally it helps you apologize the persons better and, you know, in a way that they are appeased when you do so. So apology languages are quite as important as love languages because in conflicts, Conflict is something that will always, you cannot avoid conflict in relationship because in fact, I would say that in fact, when there are constructive conflicts in relationship, it increases the bond between the two people involved. So yes, conflict is good if it is constructive. So there are five, just the way we have five love languages, we also have five apology languages. So let's get right into it. Apology language number one, expressing regret. Now you would hear things like, I really hurt you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, forgive me. Now this is good, but I feel this is just the first step in apologizing. Like generally there should be something attached to just expressing regret whenever there is an offense. And that leads to number two, which is the second uh, second apology language, which is accepting responsibility. Here you will hear things like, this is clearly my fault and I'm sorry. Or you will hear things like, oh, I'm sorry, I lost my cool. It was totally not me. I accept my, I accept it was my fault and I am sorry. You would hear things like, um, oh, please um, forgive me. This was... This, this this is on me and I am sorry about it. Now your partner admits their fault. You, you, you expect, you'd like to hear that your partner admits their fault and also owns up to their mistakes. That's two. And number three, we have making restitution. Beyond accepting responsibilities, you want to hear your partner ask questions like, how can I make it up to you? How can I be different next time? You want to see that they change their behavior moving forward. For this person's words are just cheap. You see, they don't see um, just words as anything. If you're just going to say, oh, I'm sorry, it was my fault. It doesn't appeal to them. So they want to see that you are really sorry. And by this, they want you to inquire of how you are going to do things better. They want to, they want you to, to express uh 
concern on how you can make up for what you did. So for this person, it's important that you ask questions like, oh, how can I make it up to you? Or how can I do this better? Now, apology languages can shift sometimes when a person is getting too much of the first two apology languages, which is just um, expressing regret and accepting responsibility. Now, sometimes over the years, whenever as a couple, you find out that this could change over time, where if you're constantly getting all that, oh, I'm sorry, um, it was my fault, I'm sorry, it was my fault, and then the person keeps on um, repeating these offenses, you know, you will then your 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 apology language may tend to change so it's not always just just one apology language because sometimes some we human beings can be very funny where you just maybe <laughs> maybe in the beginning of the maybe when you started off in the relationship you got to know that okay maybe your partner's apology language is accepting responsibility and so because your partner's um um, apology language is accepting responsibility you're always late for an appointment and you're like oh i'm sorry i'm late please forgive me oh i'm sorry i'm late it gets to a point where your partner is like okay i have had it up to here you have to not do this you have to stop this so yeah over time sometimes apology languages may change and yeah it's it happens and you just have to understand that that's normal now the fourth apology language is genuine repentance genuine repentance this is quite similar to making restitution but here you really want to hear brokenness from your partner that deep down they recognize that they hurt you and how they have made you sad and how they want to be better and they can even they would even like to help you and how they would how they would even want you to help them become better now this is uh, uh this is this is um exactly how we this is how we come before god yes whereby we come with before god um, with a broken and a contract spirit even the bible them um, the bible says that um a broken and a contrite spirit the lord will not despise and so that's the kind of apology that well we know that we come before god with that sort of posture to ask for forgiveness having in mind that you are genuinely repentant of what you did and you are deeply sorry about the offense that you may have committed not just some sophie stuff filled with cheap words but something that runs deep finally requesting forgiveness that's the fifth type of long love language now some persons may not necessarily hear you when you say oh i admit this was my fault i'm sorry no it doesn't even it, they may not even be they may not accept that kind of apology this person's want to hear things like oh i'm sorry uh, or okay they, they, they wouldn't want to just saying i'm sorry we would not suffice sorry just saying oh i'm sorry will not be enough this person will want to hear things like will you please forgive me oh i am sorry would you please forgive me they will want to hear things like oh i accept i faulted will you please accept my apology they will want to hear questions like oh do you forgive me so if you do not approach them like this they do not hear you when you apologize they do not hear you when you apologize so that's the fifth love language
today on this episode of Nesta Talks, we'll be doing something we haven't done before and I am so, so, so excited. Yes, it's going to be the first time ever we are inviting someone on this show. Yay! So you'll not just be hearing my voice, although I know I'm not boring because I always come to you with content. But anyways, I want to bring to you something even more interesting and I want to entertain uh bringing people on the show every now and then just to get their own point of view of certain things well today we are going to be having our first ever guest on nessa talks yay he is an absolute gentleman and there isn't a moment spent with him that isn't valuable he is the founder of Go A Bit Further Africa. If you haven't heard about it, you should check it out on Facebook. It is an initiative that provides affordable mentorship and relevant skills for young people. He is also the brain behind a WhatsApp group called Love Boys and Girls, a platform which allows young people share their views and experiences on relationships. He is no other than Andrew Igwereka. I call him the networking king. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Vanessa. How are you? I am fine, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Okay, first of all, I want to really, really, really appreciate you for being on the show. You happen to be the first person I am having on the show thank you so much for availing yourself yeah thank you very much for having me we should pop something right yeah we should we should <laughs> yeah we should thank you for having me mm-hmm. so andrew we have been talking about apology language and we you know we talked about how the five apology language expressing regret accepting responsibility making restitution genuine repentance and of course um requesting forgiveness now i i you 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 work with network of people like you work with a whole lot of persons and i would really like to know you know we learn a lot we learn every day and the first time i got to know about apology language it was really interesting for me because well i could relate with it on a very very on a very high level and so i was wondering if other persons see it the same way i see it now my question to you is um what i would like to know is how do you think this apology language helps relationships whether romantic relationships or just relating with persons especially persons that you hold dear to you you know is it really effective in helping a relationship grow okay awesome thank you very much once again thank you for having me um so which one do you which which one which one do you prefer i am more of a person who wants you to accept responsibility like i would always like whenever i'm in a court whenever i'm having a uh um, a conflict with someone or i'm quarreling with someone i always want the person to know what they did like i don't want you to just say oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm like 
why are you sorry? Like, you should tell me why you are sorry. If you do not say that, it's not enough for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just say, basically oh, mean what I did. I did this and I did that and I did that and I'm sorry. Yeah, so that because I'm always so scared of presses being repeating things, you know. And so I need mm. you to know why you're sorry. So maybe you do not get to repeat it again. So that's okay. for me. Awesome. So about the question. Yeah. So, you know, there is we we have the love languages, and then we have you know apology languages, and so yeah, the the whole idea of language is um, to foster um, conversation, communication. Yeah. And so, in networking, what you're trying to do is you're trying to build long-lasting relationships which yeah. are usually for the purpose of career and you know business growth to assess opportunities and all of that and then the, the the main point is that it is mutually beneficial meaning that both parties are getting something in return mm-hmm. and so when both parties are getting to if to both parties are getting something in return it means that um there has to be a kind of exchange and there are times where because it's human being that you are it's a human being you're working with Mm-hmm. Of course, at times where you're going to get into conflicts, and then you know you're going to get mad at the other person, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then at the bane of that is the need to know how best to apologize to someone. Yeah. And so it's it places a responsibility on you to understand this person. Yeah. Like I had a live session today, and then we were talking. In networking, there are a lot of things that you know happen. Some people think networking is about just collecting cards and stuff, but it's more than that. It's, it's more or less like trying to understand this person. What makes this person tick? What mm-hmm. does this person like? And when you are doing all of that, what that is helping you to achieve is helping you to form, you know, okay, what you're going to say to that person, mm-hmm. right? to build that relationship and so when you start off with that understanding the understanding that people are different the understanding that people speak in different languages it helps you to you know adopt the language of the individuals that you are trying to connect with and speak to them in your language because that's the only way that you get their attention right like you have just said now you're apology language is accepting responsibility so it means that anybody that wants to get your attention you know or wants to be you know nurture right so networking is about building nurturing and leveraging so mm-hmm. you've built this relationship it's already going fine and then there's you know a hitch and there's you know there's conflict how do we resolve it now most of the time if you are the lesser person in the picture by that i mean you have you have successfully built a relationship with someone that is way above you someone that is advanced in their career mm. and now conflict what you want to do is you want to take a step back and re- remind yourself of this person's language and then find the best possible way to approach that conflict because of course, if you're just telling this person, knowing that this person's love language is accepting responsibility, you're just telling this person, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't make any sense to the person. In the person's in the person's mind, 
this person is not serious. Like recently, recently, um, somebody offended a very high. A, okay, there's this person that you know I am answerable to, and then he was telling me about some person that offended him. And then after a while, they came back to come and apologize to him. And then he was telling me, he said, when they came, he just looked at them and saw that they were not really sorry about what they had done. Mm-hmm. And so what that, tells you, what that tells you is that people, they may not be able to identify it as apology language, but they actually have mm-hmm. that language. Exactly. We, we, yeah, they actually have that language. It's just up to you who is trying to build a relationship or sustain a relationship with this person to, to now begin to know these things. Yeah. Listen keenly. There are some persons who, you know, theirs is, you know, you requesting forgiveness. And sometimes it will require you to make it, to document it. So send an email or to <laughs> send a a very concise document of apology. <laughs> you know, there are people like there are people like that are very particular about these things, and so, um, so basically, knowing all this helps to foster a better, better, you know, um, to strengthen. It helps to strengthen your ability to build, you know, long-lasting relationship. Knowing that conflict is something that happens, especially when you are dealing with people. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's that about relating it with persons yeah. generally. So how would yeah. you say this would be helpful in a how would you say this would be helpful? Like this is how you relate with persons when you're trying to network. And I yeah. think the is it going to do you think it's going to be the same thing when you are relating with someone who you are looking to be in a romantic relationship with? Is it going to be the same thing? Do you carry that same do you think you would ha- you would carry that same uh, should I the say idea, value or behavior yeah, to they, relationship? They, or do you think in relationship you need to like maybe up your game a little bit more, or you need to just be the same way when it comes uh, to relationship? at the end of the day? At, at the end of the day, it depends on what you're what what is at stake, right? Mm-hmm. What's at stake? If you are in a relationship with someone, it's a different yeah. question entirely. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. The stakes are higher there. The stakes are higher there. Maybe you might not. You might say, "Okay, I'm not going to pay more much attention to, you know, interpersonal relationship with other persons." But when it mm-hmm. comes to when it comes to you know, you and your spouse or you and someone that you are in a relationship with, it takes you need to be really intentional and, you know, willing to make. Um, changes right we need to make changes and what, what i mean what I, what I mean by changes is that of course when you are an individual and you are getting to know people like i said relationship makes us evolve mm-hmm. the reason why we change is because we have people that we can interact with and we learn even when we're not learning and so because of all of that we change so if you live with someone, if you live with someone for three years, you are going to pick, you are going to unconsciously pick things from that person, even though that person is not actively teaching you. Yeah. And so in relationship, there is the need for you to understand the other person's um, love language as well as their apology language. 
Mm-hmm. If it's something that you're not, if it's something that you're not familiar with, something that you you find difficult to do, you have to give yourself time to learn how to do it, do do that. Because at the end of the day, the stakes are higher when you are in a relationship. So that's basically what I have to add to that. Mm. All right. Okay. I would like to actually ask a lot of other questions, but something I really like to keep the show really short well okay I, I think i still have just one more question and then i think we can just round this session up okay oh. my last question is over time do you think that apology languages do change because i i believe love languages for me personally love languages will change because it's not every time i want gifts it's not every time i want um words of affirmation you know so do you think that over time these apology languages will change especially when you're relating with one person for a very long time for quite yeah yeah that that happens that happens you know i said something i said the reason why we change as human beings is because we are relating with people yes at some point in your life you're going to realize that okay accepting responsibility is not enough <laughs> or accepting responsibility is just you know the the other person when you're being considerate right you you're yeah. looking at the other person and saying okay this person is struggling with doing this yeah right? is there any other way we can get past this right so you're mm-hmm. asking yourself all of that questions because you are trying to relate with this person in the best possible way and so there are times when you have to cut this person some slack there are times when you have to you know learn new ways to interact with this person and that also you we also see that play out in the love language as well mm-hmm. as as well as the you know apology language yeah so imagine you're in a relationship with someone i always say when you're in a relationship with someone focus on yourself forget about mm-hmm. what the person is not doing mhm or what the person is doing as far as you have of course you have you have weighed the whole you know not not entering into a relationship blindly you have weighed weighed, weighed everything and then you've mm-hmm. agreed that okay this is something that you can this is someone you can spend your time with it means that you have accepted responsibility to be in that relationship because every relationship comes with a responsibility and so that also includes you know making you know um making changes making adjustments to the things that you are familiar with because now you are you are with you are with someone you are not alone anymore you are with someone so you have to make amends you have to make adjustments just to ensure that you both are having a uh symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. all right yeah okay so thank you very much for uh, being part of the show yeah I, I picked a lot from what you said a couple of points being ready to make adjustments i think it was something when we had that discussion the other time i know i struggled a lot with this whole thing mm-hmm. about adjustment we had that conversation <laughs> and after that day i did think about it really and i thought about it and i was like well yeah you really need to concentrate on yourself like you said you need to be able to adjust and you know the thing eh? the thing is there's so there, there's so many things out there that we think should be changed 
Yes. Whereas we are the ones that have to We are the ones that have to change. Because when you change, your perspective changes and then the way you look at things changes also. Yeah. The way you look at people changes and you yeah. begin to cut people some slack. <laughs> right? Yeah. Very important. Yeah, that's, that's that's just it. That's life for you. I'm really happy that we got we got to do this today. Yeah, thank you so much. I am really <laughs> grateful. I know you're a very busy person. I wanted to say that before. And you took out time to do this for me. I am so, so grateful to you. Thank you for being I'm on happy the show. I'm happy to. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Well, well, what an enlightening segment with Andrew. And with this, we have come to the end of today's episode of Nessa Talks. Thank you so much for listening. I would like to know what you think about apology language. What is your apology language? And what are the experiences that you have had in the past as regards being apologized to correctly or properly or giving an apology properly as you should? You can post this in the comment section on Instagram at Banovanessa and on Twitter at LadyNessieB. On Twitter, you can post it with the hashtag NessaTalks and let's keep this conversation going. I remain your lovely host, Vanessa Banner. Ciao.